0: No 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 podcast
1: Blurgoth, Blurgoth, he's our man. If he can't do it, fuck
0: I regret, I regret what I just did, just so
1: you know. You know what you don't see either in the Abyss or you know, hell? Janitors. They have no fucking janitors there. <gasps> <gasps> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's the wacky waving, waving of the wall. <laughs> Ghost <verb. Ooh. laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> What's the? I was trying to think of the mailman song. Come on, I know you know music mailman song. Um, hey. Mr. Mailman. Fuck, I don't know it. Uh, mailman. Mailman. <laughs> God damn it. I, uh, I don't have my phone next to me. Uh, hold on. Mailman. Look up Mr. Mailman song.
1: I think it was from the 80s. This is a board game. <laughs> and a I think a comedy special. There's no song? Mr. Postman by the yes. Marvelettes. Yes, this is not from the '80s. That's from the '70s, '60s, '60s.
0: Ooh.
1: <laughs> Mr. Postman, oh, yeah. stop! Oh yeah, wait a minute, Mr. Mr. Postman. Postman. Yes. Hey, 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 Mr. Postman. Yeah,
0: but now interchange that with Ghost Burp, and that's where <laughs> I was going with it.
1: Okay, hey, Mr. Now- ghost Burp. <laughs> Now I'm on board now I'm on board. I was so fu- I was like, what? what the fuck are you talking about
0: it's it's like the it, it's like because we don't have the rights to use slimer <laughs> We just call it ghost Burp
1: <laughs>
0: Oh God Ghost Burp is a good name for when you uh you have to like pause the audio to fart
1: yeah. Or a good like, or a good like local punk band. Yeah, that's a great
0: punk band. name. <laughs> Just ghost Burp. Ghost Burp. <laughs> oh shit! I think a truck passing is the is the good one for a fart
1: when yeah. you're doing an audio. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: oh that's so stupid.
1: <laughs> so welcome to another episode of Outside the Stat Block. <laughs> I'm Chris.
0: Oh, hold on. There's a truck passing okay and i'm jesse
1: <laughs> and unfortunately this week uh it is just the two of us we are we are without ben and we chased off all our guests <laughs> oh no
0: i'm here my name is benjamin and i enjoy and
1: i don't like this one hi you guys my name is ben I I didn't agree to this. Get out. I am. I am Ben. I like DD. I'm a DD I, master. I like how we ended the last episode being like, guys, say something nice to Ben, and we're going to open this episode just shitting on Ben. That's great. Hi, Ben. We love you. What do you mean? <laughs> I love both of you. My name is Ben. <laughs> but fear not. Uh, mm. After this episode, I believe Ben will be finally returning to us. Which is good because, holy shit, do we desperately need his organizational hand in this. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. I'm right here. Can you not see me? Am I a ghost, bro? Oh, you're a ghost something, all right. I'd like to not see
0: you. <laughs> oh, man. you make me sad, Christopher. All
1: right. Yeah, that's a constant. Um. So, before we get started, let's just, you know, fucking, how you doing, man? I'm doing well, man. I'm,
0: I'm doing great. Like, I, uh, I built some shelves like nice. I did I did some handyman work. Good shit. Yeah, now that right there if you want to turn around. There uh oh, nice a bunch shit. of shit's on them. Yeah. Yeah, nice. no, no, I did I uh, I do some woodworking from time to time. I enjoy it. Good deal. Yeah, it's a little bit of a hobby of mine. Nice. Um how about you, man? How's 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 life?
1: Uh life is fucking so much better. I'm really I'm I'm loving my new job. I'm starting to really get the swing of it. We've I've hit like the 3rd week of my employment there and it's um it just everything's finally starting to click. I don't feel like I'm, you know, running in circles and like I don't know what to do anymore and that's really nice. <laughs> No, Um,
0: that is nice. Yeah, when you have to, like, start a new job and constantly have to rely on somebody else to kind of, like, hold your hand. Like, oh, my God, there's nothing worse. I hate it. I hate it so much. Yeah, it's terrible.
1: Um, But I'm I'm finally starting to get it, and that's cool. And, you know, all the people are cool. It's a really small, small squad. There's only, like, four of us that actually, like, work in the shop. Oh, that's awesome. And then there's, like, the owner who's out. Uh, from time to time, and then there's like the other people in like the office or whatever but it's like it's just it's a really small like it's that it's that family vibe that Prescott kept saying they wanted but with the actual bit of caring about your employees
0: <laughs> I like that we we dropped the name of them now yeah <laughs> we no. never said it before fuck them but yeah uh, but yeah no new. No, I'm I'm super happy for you that you uh not only started a new gig but got out of uh the last situation yeah where it's it was a toxic environment it was really so. bad
1: and it, like I I've, I've noticed it just in my in my day-to-day life like you know before every every waking minute of my life I just did not want to be anywhere or do anything yeah yep. I was literally dragging my way through life just drifting from thing to thing and I hated all all of it.
0: Every single... Because it you would get out on Friday, and you would just be thinking about, like, okay, I got the weekend. Yeah. This is great. And then the weekend blows by, and the next thing you know, you're on Sunday dreading that night. Because you know that you're going to end up having to wake up and yeah. go to that
1: fucking shithole. Like, I was... I was... I was, like fifth torn all the time of between like oh it's sunday dnd and then we get like halfway through the dnd game and the realization that sunday was almost over would set on me and i'd be like oh fuck me yeah <laughs> this,
0: uh, yeah nope a hundred percent in the second i stopped working there like oh man like my whole attitude towards everything kind of upshifted and it was Yeah. yeah, No, I'm uh it's I'm definitely feeling a lot better. It's it's funny because you kind of forget about the you know that that you you only go to work in order to live your life. Yeah. And when you start when your work becomes your like life. your life,
1: or that's what they expect of you. Yeah, no,
0: it's it's not a good it's no, not it's, a good thing. I mean, unless you absolutely love your job, and if you do, t- like props to you. Yeah, seriously, tipping the hat, man. Like yeah. I I I wish all of you the best, and I'm
1: super jealous. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, since Jesse and I have a penchant for never shutting the hell up, uh, we're going to take 20 minutes into the intro. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we're only 10. We're only oh, okay. 10. All right, all right, um, all right. We're going to take full advantage of that today and just kind of ramble off about some of the, uh, the things that we as players find to be just the most fun personally in yes. D&D. Just a lot of very much like these are the we've got like four things. I don't know each. I don't know how many of them we're going to get through
0: uh what are we calling this this segment
1: oh i'm not gonna say it
0: come on just one time No. Nope. come on do it with me nope we're still workshopping that title yeah let us know what you think in the comments below
1: yeah we're just gonna kind of ramble off about some of our top favorite uh you know fun things to do as players um so jesse why don't you kick it off
0: all right. um, okay, so again, it's the same rules as last week where we're going to list uh, list one thing off um, and then we're going to – oh, yeah, we need a roll to figure out who goes first. Oh,
1: shit. That's right. We have like <laughs> this whole dice set up and everything. And,
0: yeah, um, but no, and, and once we figure out an initiative order, then that person, that first person will go and whatever they say is then um, – in concrete as the first thing that has been said and it can never be repeated so we're just going to go back and forth just talking about the things that we find the as players the the funnest thing to do and when ben comes back we will have a segment like this um where we'll talk in in the the DM perspective yeah Yeah. all right you ready for initiative rolls let's do it all right (laughs) <laughs> okay uh who has better dexterity <laughs> uh you. you played sports <laughs> <laughs> we both rolled a 14 <laughs> all right then yeah sure i'll, I'll just go first so then. i was right the first time yeah, you were right the first time all right sweet so the thing that I will list off first, and this doesn't necessarily think uh, say that I think it's the funnest. It's the thing that I'm picking so that uh, Chris doesn't pick it instead of me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's going to be, um, okay, uh, tricking it NPC out of gold. <laughs> There's just something about it when we run across an NPC and we're in a situation where it's not expected of us to even get any gold or to get a certain amount of gold. And we're able to, as a party, trick them into giving us like twice as much or just some gold. Like, I don't know. There's just, there's some kind of like inner happiness that comes out in me whenever that happens.
1: (laughs) It's something to do. It's uh, I, I I get what you're saying. It, it comes from that like place of you know being people. You're just like ah yes, money, greed, because like that's part of everyone, and <laughs> right. you can't do that in everyday life because then you're a scumbag. <laughs> but you can come into the fantasy world where everything functions on basically a barter system, right? And right. then you can actually you can you know apply those that that desire and actually try and work your way into getting paid more for certain things. Uh,
0: one of the, one of the things that I did in one of my campaigns is I was a bard. So I was the face of the party and, um, I ended up, uh, like we, so we traveled into this cave and we found this person that we were supposed to be saving. Um, and when we found him, he needed to get back to the city. Now we were actually just, uh, we were just. Our jobs were just to go and deliver some goods, right? Yeah. So we found this, uh, like these horses that got killed in this cart, like into this bush and some dead goblins around. We're like, all right, we should probably check this out. So we checked it out and we found this dude, like being held captive by some goblins. Well, we saved him and he was like next to death. And my very, like, Neutral bard <laughs> Was just like Hey yeah no we can definitely bring you back To town that's no problem but I mean It's gonna cost us a little something And he was like I'm almost dead <laughs> And he was. we were like Well my bard was like yeah but I mean like we're gonna be bringing you back to town. It's gonna cost us some extra money to, like, you know, some extra food for the horses and such because you weigh a little bit. You know what I mean? And he finally was like, "All right, fine," because he had no other
1: option. Yeah, am fucking fine. I'll pay you so I don't die in the forest. I guess.
0: And then he ended up like trying, like, befriending him as much as he could after that point. <laughs> It was see like those those little times or like when you're in the you're uh, in the Smith shop and your Paladin wants a new like halberd or something like that so you you wheel and deal with the yeah. Smither and you end up like coming off like almost getting a this big ass weapon for free for your Paladin or something yeah. just stuff like that I don't know why it's just it's
1: see. I think to uh for me specifically in those moments in the moments involving gold I like those moments um but exclusively when it's based on the actual person's ability to convince mm-hmm. like I get that D&D is a game of rolling dice and there's you know your persuasion checks and your deception and all that but uh I'm a person who has no problem talking obviously <laughs> uh and I like when opportunities like that present themselves, and my ability to actually be convincing is the is the driving force behind something going that way, rather than, you know, I I mm-hmm. give this massive speech that's like, no, you, you gotta help, and blah, 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 mm-hmm. and then the DM's like, okay, roll, and you, like, crit fail, and it's like, so what, did that whole mm-hmm. speech I just did, like, fall in its face? Yeah, right, right. So, like, I that kind of stuff, like, that wheeling and dealing, especially when you have DMs that are nice enough to or you know are willing to bend that portion of the rules enough oh, to be right. Like, yeah, no, yeah. You know what? That and, was good.
0: And that's that goes back to like the uh, rewarding a player for role playing,
1: right? Oh yeah, back so, like, from whenever episode that was. Uh, I think that was only like three two, two or three two episodes. Or three? Yeah, with Stephen. Yeah, I swear to god, we're keeping track, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and uh so
0: when we were talking with uh Stephen about that and we were saying how like, you know, uh DMs rewarding players for role playing, like if you're going to if you're Playing the face of the party that has like those crazy skills and anything that has to do with talking, and you go up and try to talk this Smith into giving you a great deal or something, and you don't actually role play it, and instead you say, All right, I'm gonna try to lie to yeah. him to give him, then I mean. I uh, to be honest, as a DM me personally, I would say no. You got to give me something. Yeah. And if they don't do a great job, but they try, then I'll I'll put it yeah. on some dye. Yeah. But if they like, but if they give really me, give uh, it, yeah. If they like give that fucking grade A performance, then I'm gonna say absolutely no. He he definitely does or maybe i'll just give them it with like advantage or yeah. something like that you know um either way i would uh, yeah you want to reward that when yeah. r- when your players are willing to go that above and beyond yeah and it is it's just so much fun when you're able to do it, it. is and that's what happened with my uh with my bard is when i was uh, like pitching <laughs> <laughs> hey yeah hey, no we'll save your life and yeah. escort you back to town oh, you know just you know 300 gold what
1: (laughs) that's my life
0: savings oh Uh, well your life's gonna be over so i mean it's like do you want to live because right now it kind of sounds like you don't yeah exactly (laughs) oh shit
1: and uh Mm -hmm. and to kind of branch off of that my uh my first choice uh is actually uh it's far i like these are generally not in order but if i had to pick one to be like my top favorite it's this one is just that that uninterrupted seamless role play and i know that at least some of you hopefully all of you have experienced this once in your life that moment when you're all at the table you're in character you're talking about something and you don't really realize it until later Everybody that's sitting around the table just kind of melts away and you're left with just characters. Like, the people representing these characters are no longer there. You are talking exclusively in character. Everything that you're saying is coming from the the perspective and the emotions of your character. Mm -hmm. Right on. I I love that. I thrive on that. It makes me so happy. Uh, And I get really into it to the point where, like, in past campaigns... Uh, my characters have become upset with other members of the party for things that they're doing, and I have been like spoken to post game. They've, right like, they've been like, "Yo, are we are we, we good? Cool? We cool? Hey, are we cool, man?" And I'm like, "Yeah, no, you. I'm good. You gotta understand that. Like, when I flip, when I flip the switch in my head that decides that, like, I am this character now. Like, that's just who I am now. That that'll turn off like when we take a break or when I go home." But, like, when I sit at the table, like, the choices that I'm making and the emotions that I'm expressing are, are solely from the point of that character.
0: Yeah, no, I, I know. It was really weird after he yelled at our big, beefy, strong uh, paladin that he started crying, <laughs> like, really hard and asking... I- asking- chris somebody that isn't in the game to please please stop when there is no there wasn't a character named chris so we all were like what is he? yeah well, this palette is and really getting into this chris must be like the nickname for his dd or something it
1: was I've, amazing i've only ever made a player cry once doing that
0: oh my god i was joking you got real
1: though yeah no it was it was just very, it was a very heated argument.
0: But was he RPing or was he like, whoops, I fell a little bit too deep into this? I. To, I know. oh, I, <laughs> to, it,
1: it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. It was just very, it was like, it wasn't like sadness tears, it was like rage tears. Ah, okay. Yeah. Um, bad time. Bad time. I try not to get that heated about D D anymore because it's pretend time. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> but I
0: mean, also like at least the group that we play with, like I don't think it ever will get that intense. No, just because like if it ever if the vibe at the table ever, ever got towards yeah yeah exactly even dipped just a little bit towards like that then either me Zach. Actually, yeah, probably me, Zach, or Kate, one of us three Would make a, is yeah. going to make some kind of joke yeah. that is just going to make everybody laugh. Honestly, probably Kate. Yeah. Like she's hilarious in those moments.
1: <laughs> but yeah, like I I thrive on that. I like I like when both I and other people are able to just completely lose themselves in their characters. I think it is the most alive that the game ever gets and I I got to experience that a lot with you guys in Ben's game, and I I hope I hope that everyone I ever play with from here on out is is able to achieve that because it just makes the game that much better.
0: Oh yeah, no, and it's I think uh, honestly I think playing in Steven's game is going to be uh, oh, yeah. uh, the same way. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, we actually yeah no uh, we played in a um, a little so it's Steven did something that I've never seen done. And he played. He did the. Um, okay, so what's your favorite like crime type of show? Right, there's Bones. There's oh, Castle. Uh, there's yeah. SVU. There's you know all those things. And before they get to like the opening montage of like the actual like what the show is with the theme yeah, song. Yeah, there's and that everything, the
1: intro. There's that
0: intro where all they do is just show somebody getting into some shit yeah. over their head. They show you
1: like and, the the yeah. crime being perpetrated. Right, right.
0: And that's all it was. So we played like this one off that it was just this intro into like intro it just introduced like the bad guy and
1: it was great. What? <laughs> all I can think of now is the fucking song like yeah! <laughs> The what? The the sunglasses and the who song oh. from, from, from fucking Law and Order. it's yes, okay. <laughs> That's all I can think about now. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So Jesse, what's your next one?
0: Um. Oh yeah. No. Uh. My uh, second pick. Okay. Uh. So this is this is gonna sound bland. Just let me explain. Okay. It's the uh, creative answer in a fight and i don't mean like the final blow casting the right spell at the right time hitting with the right weapon at the what i mean is there's a big bad and if we continue fighting it the way that we're fighting it then like there's an op- there's a chance that like we can have a tpk a total party kill but if there's something creative that we can come up with that will cause us to have an advantage and them to have a disadvantage, oh okay. Then and, and when you perform that and it accomplishes that thing in a fight, like well, for me, saying. it's just such a deep satisfaction yeah. even if it's like at the cost of you know my character with some hp one of the things i can think of is um we got attacked by a drider pretty early on yeah before we probably should have been fighting a drider and our party did so amazing in it um the first thing that was done was uh one of the characters cast cast heat metal which made it lose its big-ass sword. Oh, yep, yeah, it tossed the sword. And then when that happened, the drider climbed up a tree, and none of us could get at get at it except for uh, any kind of caster. Yeah, right?
1: anybody with any range. Any
0: Anybody with any range. Um,
1: Fucking coward.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and then it from there, it was able to kind of, like, pick us off one by one. So, and we needed to get it down... On the ground So what my dude did is he grabbed his grappling hook And he was able to uh, Entangle it on The body of the drider And then uh, go to start Trying to rip it down out of the tree And in doing so The drider ended up jumping on top Of my dude, which hurt my dude But he got the drider out of the tree Everybody swarmed him And he was done, yeah, it was just a gang stomp At that point And the drider was just kaput You know, and that just, like, it just that answer was, like, such a good feeling. Um, The same thing with the, again, when they sent uh, that uh, wizard, uh, their witch after us, that had, like, cloud kill
1: oh yeah that like drow shaman (laughs) yeah yeah
0: she was crazy strong for all of us being only like fifth level or something Something like like that. that yeah and uh so my character he had a pair of manacles and i was a fighter so i went up i grappled her Um, and I threw one manacle on on my following turn, and then I action surged and threw the other manacle on so that she was handcuffed. And when she was handcuffed, she couldn't do any somatic spells. Yeah, Ben
1: ruled that so that she couldn't do any of the somatic components for her spells, which basically took her out of the fight.
0: Yeah, and then, again, we just shit-stopped her. Yeah. But that's, stuff like that is why you've heard me in the past talk about Yorick being a tactician, and that's the way that I would try to go at fights a lot of the time, because Because to me it was it was the most fun. It was it was like it was just really um, exhilarating to look at a fight. And instead of doing the normal just you know uh, board and sword that my character would naturally do because he was a shield fighter. is and in, instead of that he would think of things outside of the box you know yeah. I had the uh, with the Turk juice And the yeah, elemental the giant bomb yeah that actually ended up almost killing some of our party members yeah,
1: but I, I totally get what you're saying it's it is great to be able to have those moments where you can uh, find a solution that isn't just like just that that endless cycle of roll to hit. For right. like a million rounds. Because like don't get me wrong. I love d I love combat. I love role play. But at a certain point. Like there is just that. That mundane repetition. Of just being like. Okay I missed next turn. And then your turn comes around again. It's like. Okay I missed next turn. Like that's so. It's just so arduous. And it makes everything take longer. And so yeah. To be able to find that inventive way. To you know, to, to circumvent whatever issue it is you're having, that isn't just like praying to the dice gods that you land a killing blow. Right, right. It's it's so much better. I absolutely yeah. agree.
0: Yeah, and uh, I mean that that was one of the great things with being a maneuver too, is I could do things like um, trip attack and stuff, where I could like put a player, put an opponent on the ground, keep them on the ground, and uh, one of the cool home brews that. Uh, uh, homebrew rules that Ben put into effect That I think is oh, great
1: I, I love that rule so much Is if
0: you go prone And this is a, whether you're a player or an NPC If you go prone in a fight well, Not only does it getting up You know take the normal movement That it does to get up yeah. Half the movement or, Unless you have some feet or That something lets else. you yeah right. um, So it's either that uh, So it not only does it take that to get up During that round Any attack you make you make at disadvantage. disadvantage.
1: I, I forget. Like I'm playing in other games now, and I forget that that's not a rule, right? Because I'm just so used to it. So I'm, my mm. brain is constantly like, "Gotta knock him down. Gotta knock him down." So I stand up, have disadvantage, and I'm like, "Wait, no, that's not that's not
0: a rule." And it also makes you a lot more wary about getting knocked down. Yeah, because you know, like it's, I I think it's one of those things where it's. Like, it, it's very rare to um, find, like, homebrew rules that do make the game better. Yeah. They make the game different. There's plenty of them out there. But I think that's one of those that actually makes the because it, mechanics of the game a little yeah, better. Yeah,
1: because it entices you to use a certain mechanic. Because mm-hmm. Ben's whole justification behind it was that losing half your movement is not enough of a cost for you know standing up because like if you're knocked prone there's a solid chance that you're just gonna stand up and beat the piss out of whoever knocked you prone yeah so there's no reason for players to ever knock monsters prone or for monsters to ever like purposefully knock players prone Mm -hmm. outside of like abilities that just also do that in addition to damage right so yeah i completely agree and that it adds more to that whole you know finding the unique situation because if you can just keep someone on the ground yeah no that yeah absolutely
0: yeah no that's uh that's that's probably um, to be honest like if when it comes down to it I think so far playing D and D those are the things that I've had the most fun doing yeah is finding those out of the box uh you know uh, actions that I'm able to make to sway the fight in our favor yeah you know that you know the the stuff that isn't found in the fighter, uh, PHB yeah, section. Yeah, it's not. found in the, yeah, in, the right. in the class section. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, but yeah, no, that's that's uh, that's a really good one in my opinion.
1: Yeah. Yep. Uh, my next one. Well oh, well oh, let oh. me let me finish. Oh, you're not, I'm not done. done. All yet. right.
0: Okay, I'm done. Go ahead.
1: Okay. Cool. <laughs> um. <laughs>
0: sorry i got so serious i wanted to make a joke
1: i don't know my uh my next one is something that's uh that's it's really it's subtle it's subtle and you really only ever have to do it once uh but it's just it's flavoring your your stuff oh yes
0: um thank you uh, well, I mean, I was gonna say this next, so I mean, screw you. Yeah. But I mean, yes, absolutely. Yeah. This belongs on every single D and D player's
1: list. Go <laughs> yeah. ahead. This yeah. is a very subjective list, but if you don't like this, you're wrong. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
0: um, this one, in particular, if you do, if this is not on your list, uh, oh, fuck you.
1: Yeah. So it's. I mean, what I mean by that is like, um, when you, you know, when you use your abilities, when you do your stuff, whatever, whatever it is. Like even you don't have to do it every time because I understand that that can get exhausting. But even just the the quickest idea of what something looks like allows, you know, the vision in your head to make it to everyone else's head. And the best example I have of that is uh, the character I played in Ben's game was Skull, the Goliath Hexblade Warlock, who uh, exclusively used a trident and his patron uh, through the, you know, the trident was a Merid, which is basically a water genie. Um so the first time that uh mm-hmm. that he summoned the trident after getting the pact of the blade feature mm-hmm. um what i described is that he basically held his hand out and like water swirled around oh, up yeah. from the ground into his hand into the form of a trident before it solidified oh, yeah, And the little things like that, something that something that's impactful enough that everybody else can imagine that. And so that when you say it again in the future, so it's like when you summon your tribe and like everybody can imagine, you know, whatever it is that they imagine for however it looks inside their head. But they get that idea. And I that shit because I I don't do a lot. Personally, as a player or as a DM with, like, maps or anything, I'm very big into theater of the mind. And so the mm-hmm. more descriptions that I can both give and receive to get the picture in my head, it's just, it's yeah. top tier. And I wish that uh, I wish that other players would be more comfortable with allowing themselves to delve into that. Because I know a lot of players e- don't, either because they think it's a waste of time or because they're, like... I don't know, worried or self conscious about like yeah. going off too far on the tangent about it, and I'm like, not nah, just
0: no, because I mean it's like you said, it's not something you do every time. Like most of at uh, in our party, in our typical party, the first session, yeah, right, in the first few sessions, I should say, when we're really starting to see some of the stuff they can do, um, that like every almost every single time it's our turn like we'll be describing yeah. what our character is doing to a t yeah. so that we can get that visualization then once we describe it we know what it looks like we don't have to exactly. like you described your trident the way that it came you described that once yeah. you know you you mentioned it and referred to it a bunch of times you described it one time cuz that's all we needed Yeah, to like get that visualization of that dope ass shit that you were doing you know um one of the I'm I mean, we talked about magic in the way how.
1: Oh yeah, we had that whole segment yeah. about flavoring magic. Same, same deal. Same thing. Same yeah, deal. Yeah. It's especially, so good, man. Especially when it's a new spell. Like oh, when you level yeah, up dude. and you get a new spell. Yep. Like, mm, yeah.
0: I love flavoring spells. That's one of my favorite things in D&D is is when and that's the thing is I haven't played a spellcaster in almost a year now and I just I can't wait to uh, I I think I'm going to go into a cleric for this next game. Nice. And yeah, no, I I'm I'm very I'm definitely looking forward to like flavor flavoring the magic. Like when I did um, bard, and um, I did a, a college of lore, nice. Um, and so I had um, dissident whispers, yep. And how I describe that is my character who um, was very rock esque, yeah. Dwayne the Rock Johnson esque, when <laughs> like looking like, like his bard talents wasn't singing, he was a uh, he was a professional wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was, but we called him an entertainer.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, they actually, uh, my friends actually made the character for me while I was driving up because they called and was like, Do you want to be in this? I was like, Hell yeah. They made the character for me and it was based <laughs> off of like all the things I love. And like, so they based it off Dwayne The Rock Johnson, this loud. Yeah, like just loud, loud, loud mouth, mouth. motherfucker yeah. <laughs> And it was just hilarious So anyways yeah How I describe this beast of a dude Is he just um, He looked at a, a character Put his hand out and then just saw his eyes just roll into the back of his head and then you saw his mouth moving and you could hear whispers but you didn't know what was being said and then you saw the character yeah, the- on the other side like just kind of go nuts like he just went yeah. crazy for a second like something was in his head just fucking with him Ah oh, man that kind of flavor is so cool i mean yeah. i did a, I did a um for Thunder Wave, yeah, I described uh, going Super Saiyan, <laughs> which was awesome. Yeah. I mean, There's bad guys in a building, and I just found i just just broke uh, open the door and jumped in between them and went (laughs) and just like this wave of energy yeah dude uh but that's the that's the kind of stuff you know what i mean that's it's just so much fun and man what a great pick dude yeah
1: yeah yeah Yeah, so that's i want to cap this point off with just this one thing this is a super subjective list but everybody Anywhere listening to this, please, just once, just try it. Give it a try. Flavor your shit. See if it doesn't endear you anymore to the game because I I bet my money it will.
0: Yep, yep. And, I mean, there's also times where... Um, you can, so a lot of times when you're playing and you're, let's say you're a martial character. So, um, I mean a fighter, right? Yeah. Or a barbarian, one of those with a weapon and you go to attack and you kill the player that you're attacking or the NPC that you're attacking. And the DM will describe it a lot of times. Right. Now, that's one of those times where you have to, you also, like, it all depends on who your DM is, but more times than not, they're describing everything. So, if you want to take a second and be like, hey, do you mind yeah, if yeah. I, like, change that real quick just be, since I got the kill on it? They're more likely than not they're going to say, yeah, absolutely, yeah, if you want to flavor the, it your
1: way. One of the, one of the few things <laughs> that I, I, as a DM, have stolen from Critical Role is that that how do you want to do this thing? Oh yeah. That yeah. Love it because yeah, I that's the, I want you to flavor your shit. That's what I did as a <laughs>
0: oh yeah, well duh, you played in my game. But as a DM, like anytime you guys killed something, how do you want to kill it? Like yeah. I, I thought that was a real fun way to let people's creative side come out to, okay, this is how this is how yeah, I want this exactly. to go
1: down. This is how I'm envisioning this. So yeah, people pick a good flavor, vanilla's not a fucking answer. <laughs>
0: Uh, But chocolate is I don't know what that means I just went with it So my next one (laughs) Um, Alright so uh, The third one that I have written down um, Is uh, Solving the puzzle Cause that's one That I um, It's Not only is it good to work together As a team And to come up with Parts of the puzzle and solve it. It's, it's just so. It feels so good being like the person oh, that yeah. goes, "Hey, this right here is the answer. Do it this way. I think that this is it, and this is why." And you're able to kind of like see through um, all of the the different cloud of um, like the the disguise of trickery and see the answer. Yeah, and you can point at it, and uh, it's it's a very good feeling. I also, growing up, I also loved puzzles and stuff so i mean like that probably plays into it for me and everything but um yeah no i would i i'm gonna have to for my third answer go with uh solving puzzles
1: yeah that's that's a good one and mine mine is actually kind of a a broader bridge on that which maybe breaks the rules a little bit tough shit this is what i'm going with (laughs) Um, is the the general overall aha moment of, like, when when the subtle hints that the DM has been dropping for you in the story finally click. And it's, it doesn't have to be just, like, if you're the only one. If you come together as a party to figure out, either way, just that that realization of where the plot is going early... That that aha moment when you like when you all compile all your notes and all the information you have and then you can just see like the roadmap of the story appear before you and you're just like, aha, I get it. This is, you know, it was the butler like or whatever that I love that. And uh personally I have to say it has been a, a pretty decent talent of mine because I read a lot of well read a lot of books and I've watched a lot of movies and I've just I very much ingratiated myself with the you know the various stereotypes and arcs of the way that stories go so I have to give uh both credit and admit my annoyance to Ben uh Ben you are the only person whose story I have never been able to like figure out ahead of time. You're the only one. (laughs) It's amazing because that's, that's nice. That's a new feeling for me. That's great. I haven't had that in a long time, but also fuck you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, he threw out, uh, he, he definitely had some head fakes and some jukes in his story. Well, that was the
1: thing is he, he makes really good use of, of that. A lot of misdirection, like a lot of misdirection.
0: Yeah. And it was, yeah, it was, uh, it was definitely a lot of fun. Um, because of that because we didn't know like you know yeah. a month in oh this is how this is going to end okay cool
1: i think the the closest i got to being uh ahead of something, and it was less of me being ahead of something as a player and more being ahead of it as a character, was after we got back from the Shadowfell and we discovered that Petrius had defeated uh, Sariel, my character was the only one who was like, she's not dead. right? I don't believe it. She's not dead. There's absolutely no way. We spent like a week in town, like, checking everything and all the evidence that everyone came back with was like, no, she's definitely dead. Like, we have her body, we have her stuff. And my character was like, she's not fucking dead. She's absolutely not dead. I do not believe this. And everyone was like, Scald, you're crazy.
0: Yep. And, and then that, like- that, see, <laughs> that, that was rough. For me as a player, because Yorick was definitely one of those ones going, scold you're not like this we can trust him. Petrius. Yeah. like, This obviously happened. Like you're you're just being a stick in the mud. But <laughs> me like Jesse. Yeah. Jesse knew like oh, obviously this isn't the end. Yeah. Like, this is an <laughs> There's still end.
1: so much more campaign yeah. to go. This right. is not the end. Right. But
0: Yorick, on the other hand, he's he was more uh, he was just very trusty. And and, uh, like kind of aloof as far as like the he
1: just he took things for what they were
0: all the time all the time all the time which was a lot of fun to play especially when we were talking to people yeah like in trying to get information he was just overly blunt
1: everything every (laughs) very blunt and he took everything at face value he did not believe that anyone would have any reason to ever lie to him ever.
0: (laughs) I mean the big bad giving him a farm, and he was like, "Ooh, I'm getting Ooh, a farm!" I didn't farm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yep. But yeah, no. Uh, that was that was a lot of fun, and that was that was very funny and perfectly like your character exactly how he would have. Yeah. Like uh, how I can picture him being too. Like what's he, uh, you guys know this is this is too easy. Of nah, course, no, she's, this is not she's, it. She's not that. She's not that. Well. <laughs> <is. laughs> We saw the body. Of course, she's dead.
1: <laughs> no, no, but yeah. So in general, that that aha moment, that that seeing all of the all of the lines in the story click together, mm, love it. Live for it. Need it again. Ben, stop being so tricky. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man, yeah. And uh, I can't wait to uh, jump into Steven's game to see yeah. how he is. Hey, dude, uh, like I know we keep talking about it, and I wish that. I don't know. We could kind of like show our listeners some more, but um, the kid is so like creative. Yeah, he's so. I
1: I fully expect him to pull one over on me too. Like, I, yeah. I am I am in no way thinking that we're gonna go into this game and I'm gonna get it. Oh yeah, no.
0: <laughs> I mean, dude, the way he did the intro, like, I mean, if if he wasn't thinking of like ahead for stuff to be you know some kind of like turn or something like that, that yeah you know he i mean he gave us the name of the big bad yeah in the intro as far as we're we know
1: yeah, as far as our <laughs> dead characters know yeah, right exactly
0: so i mean yeah no it's man he did such a good job with that i'm yeah, very that's excited that's gonna be hype as shit i'm excited yeah no same here do you know what character you're playing not yet, or
1: yeah, I have an, an idea. I had an idea, but I don't know how much I want to stick with it. So we'll see. That's it's the problem with wanting to make everything all the time. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't pick one idea. It's why I'm I'm always perpetually like the fill. I will ask everyone else what they're doing, and then I will see, decide.
0: That's usually what I'm doing. Which I mean, that's usually what I do. Which usually ends up putting me into the tank. Yeah, character role because uh, I don't know ever. I don't know why I I have a lot of fun playing the tank role so maybe I should just play it but I I just I just want to play uh or See- something a little different cuz I've played the tank so far in the past like I don't know probably um year and a half or so in uh, of playing d and I've been a tank. <laughs> yeah. So I I'm, I'm I'm all tanked out for now.
1: <laughs> yeah. See, for me, it's usually a matter of uh, a matter of deciding to fill. Uh, or uh, the only time that that's ever superseded is if I come up with a character idea, like story, everything, that I'm like, oh, no, I need to roleplay this, like, immediately.
0: Uh, you want to stick around after recording and see if we can't think of something? Yeah. All right, I'm down for that. Sick. All right, let's, uh, we've, we've got one each. Let's, uh... We we have enough time for it? Yeah. Oh, no doubt. All right. Um so my fourth one uh that I have down uh now that we do have time for it, which is pretty sweet. Uh that we haven't
1: gapped i know flapped us. Our yeah, no, for, like 2 hours. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um my fourth one is uh it's it's a little different. It's um it's making NPC contacts. And now it's not the actual, like making the contact with the NPC and like having a little bit of this, uh, relationship building. It's when you need a favor from them and they're there, like when, when that time you put in to build that relationship, like pays off. Oh, yep. That, that feeling is so, it's so validated in that moment. Um, especially like a lot of the times you'll see it, um come to fruition in the ending times of the game right yep. when when you're like okay well we're fighting the big bad so let's call in the all the favors that we have everybody yep. that we know you know those dwarfs i talked to in the first act yeah. that you know that yeah, came. like exactly
1: exactly what happened in right. our, our game
0: exactly like that's that's so much fun but even even if it's not just that like think about in the shadow felt um, you and Zach's character talking with the oh, Air Jordan, Air Elemental. yep, yeah, Air Jordan, the Air Elemental that <laughs> um, ended up being like a, a returning character that was uh, fun for you guys, like yeah, that ended up giving you guys extra gold out of it too so that one actually touches on a couple of mine (laughs) right (laughs) but i mean that like creating those bonds with the npcs in the world that you can fall back on when you need something from them um whether it's like okay i know a paladin that can help us uh to um, bring one of our players back to life, or um, I know uh, uh, somebody that's in the Church of Tier that can help us with uh, some kind of, you know, cleric spell or something like that. Yeah, exactly. You know, like those those kind of things when they um, when they work out when you when you have a great DM that will allow that moment of hey i need this oh yeah we talked to yeah this person Oh yeah and we, we made friends meet... with
1: this dude like forever ago and we right. did some jobs for him and like now we're cool yeah right. exactly and then the dm
0: is like oh yeah no oh. that's right okay yep. then yeah it'll take this long to get there but absolutely like, those you can those have ones that are always
1: uh kind of my favorites of uh, when the dm reaction is like oh oh yeah you guys did do that yes because it, that is always nice to me is when it's like I don't know. Not that I like the idea of like the players like having one up on the DM, but it's more of just like there's that moment of like almost being impressed. Like the DM is almost impressed. It's like, oh, right. you guys remember that. Wow. Yeah. I would forgotten about that. That was so long ago. But yeah, that's absolutely valid.
0: Yep. Like yep. that kind of shit. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely good, especially in like when you have a DM like uh, like Ben, where he liked to be challenged, right? Yep. So I mean, whenever we did come up with those answers that were outside the box that he wasn't quite expecting, like, and you you could tell that he wasn't expecting that to be the outcome of it, then like. It always seemed like he rewarded that. Yeah. Right. He he wanted those answers. So he would reward that. Um whether it's with a fight that's hard or, or, yeah. or like some cool shit happening yeah. for the party, um, yeah, no, it was. It, it's very, yeah. That's that's definitely up there for funnest things to do, and the uh, you know, and that's that's also uh, just a, a throwback to when you run as a party when you run into an NPC. When all the signs are pointing at them being bad, and they haven't done shit to you yet, be cool with them. Yeah, um, like when we met the the uh, wear bear, right? Oh, yep. When we met met the wear and he ended up like just because we had a wizard that could make it so we could speak its language. Yeah. ended up being super cool. Yeah. And then at the very end of the fight, he, he brought back... He rolled in with the fucking with tree ants, ants and just boom. Yeah, and just started fucking shit up yeah like see those kind of things are awesome when every sign pointed at that werebear wanting to
1: kill us yeah and like when that it was <laughs> supposed to be dangerous and scary and we were like let's try talking yeah
0: hey dude what's up how's it going we mean you no harm buddy yeah <laughs> hey you want to hang out sometime no no yo rick no <laughs> um but yeah no that's like that's one of my favorite things to do in the games is like find that side character that's like hey you're cool and might be useful later on down the road you serve absolutely
1: no plot significance but i'm gonna befriend you and change that (laughs) yes right 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 (laughs) all right um so what is your fourth uh, my last one is, uh, is is very much in the flavor of the A-teams. I love it when a plan comes together. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. that, that whole... Uh, Absolutely. That, like, and it, it usually happens in, in climactic moments in the game, either the final battle or, like, a good, like, mini-boss, like, mid-boss type thing is when you, as a party, sit down and you have to, when you're able to, as a group of people, just intricately plan and account for every avenue that could possibly happen and you have every every plan every contingency set and it all just not even so much that it goes off without a hitch because nothing no plan is ever perfect but for me personally just that feeling of feeling like i've ticked every box yeah of what could happen yeah and i have at least some answer for it is just is so rewarding i it's very much part of my, like, completionist self. I'm very much, like, got to tick all the boxes, make sure I got I'm everything. I'm the same way, dude. I, I love it. I love it so much. Like, the plan that we came up with for the end of Ben's session, that.
0: Absolutely. That whole thing.
1: Yep. I was just... Mm, it was perfect. We covered every alternative. We had a, we had every plan. We had every phase of the plan. We had
0: contingencies. Yeah, we had, con- s- yep. we we had, had
1: like yeah. obvious signals for moving from one phase of the plan to the other. Like we had
0: backups. We had, yeah. you know, if this goes wrong, this is what comes out of it. Exactly.
1: A, like, it was like, perfect. Yeah,
0: it all and it worked very. And very yeah, well. that was one yeah.
1: of the few times where like everything kind of went off exactly the way we wanted it to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it was this perfect. I love that. It just it fuels me as a human being. <laughs>
0: yeah yeah, and that was one of those times where we could we had that, those throwbacks. you know, we called on every contact we made throughout the game, um, and they were able to come. And give us a hand in the final hours of the yeah. of the game, which was, I mean, without that help, like it would have been that would have been ben, way harder. Yeah, Ben said that when everything was said and done, he he told us that um, what he had in mind wasn't going to change. Like it was what it was. Yeah, and it was a uh, f- up to us to figure out a way to to deal with it. Yeah, and without knowing that our plan. It, like did just that. It dealt with yeah. all these little minion. Yeah, he ended up uh, cutting
1: the total number of monsters like almost in half. I think he said.
0: Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So
1: yeah, that shit. It's just that combination of calling in the favors, making the plan, all of that. Mm, perfect. Yeah,
0: a lot of fun. Um. Yeah. No, I think that's a great pick, man. Yeah. I think all of these. I th- yeah,
1: this whole list, I think, is is like fantastic like if any of these you know if for some reason any of you listening have never like delved into any of these or have never really thought too much about like how these could affect your game like give some of them a try just give give a little bit of it a try yeah you know take that extra second come up with that extra plan you know collaborate notes with your party members. Try and figure out the end. Try and think of that that outside the box or outside the stat block. Yeah, you said Um, it. (laughs) Try and think of, you know, that solution to the problem, like... It the, you know these things are our favorites for a reason. They're not for everyone, but there's no reason. They're that you definitely shouldn't...
0: subjective, and you know it's it's just like a it's it's just like the flavor of food, right? Yeah. It's subjective. It's your own tastes, and you like what you like. Yeah. Um. But uh, I I think that just like food, um, without trying new things, you're yeah. Never there's no reason know. not to try it. <laughs> right. Right. And I think you're right, though. Is like it's it, these are all things where you know with. The hours and hours we've had at a table. These are the things that we find, um, you know, the the out-of-the-box most fun that we can possibly have. This is what ups the game, right? This is what makes it, instead of just uh, sitting around going through a story plot, this is... And just rolling dice and waiting. rolling dice, yeah. This is what steps it up a notch to be the next best Because that's the
1: one thing that I notice about all of these is... None of these are are anything that is, like, objectively defined by, like, success. Right, yeah. Like, like there's the aha mo- like, you know, a couple of mine are, like, getting the resolutions to things, but they're not based on on winning. Like, the plan coming together isn't, to me, about, it's not about the plan working, it's just about the fact that you have a plan. Right, right. And I think that those are the that's the side of D&D that doesn't get touched on a lot because a lot of people, you know, they play D&D to win. They think it's a game. They play it to win. Like you could ask a lot of new players what some of their favorite things to be as players or things to do as players would be they like, oh, like when I get to kill, when I roll a big, fat, juicy crit. And it's like, yeah. I mean, you know, like those things are fun, but they're like they're just part of the game yeah, that, right, that doesn't right. that doesn't invoke any of that right side creativity in your brain.
0: Yeah, right, right. And these are all the things that, like, are... So when you roll a crit, right, for that one round, that's a lot of fun, right? And that's probably something that you're going to remember after the fact as well. However, like, this stuff, these are things that are more drawn out, that yeah. are a lot of fun over time. Like, even even the creative answer in a fight that I had, my number two, right? When, when you... Find a way to give your entire party advantage on something by using something completely out of the book, like, like off the outside the stat block. (laughs) When you think of that thing, it's such a good feeling. Then the rest of the party just shit stomps this thing and they all kill it because of the cool ass idea that you thought of, like, even though you're not shining in that moment of like being the person that stabbed it to death, like you are a huge part of that party. You know, you're, you're a a strong position in that party to find the weakness in the foe that helps the rest of the party come together and kill it, which is just so much fun. And I, in my opinion, it's so much more fun Than just rolling a crit and getting to roll a a few extra die on something, like that's. It's just a lot of uh, it's it's a lot of things that will um, even sometimes take a few times to come to fruition. You know. Yeah. Um, they don't always pay off right away, but it's such a good feeling when. Down the road, like that person that you know, oh, that yeah, person that... you talked to that you gave a, a, an extra couple gold to to buy this thing, um, they meet back up with you and they're like, "Hey, I got another deal for you." And
1: yeah, last time, yeah. Those slow burn rewards are right, always... right.
0: Last time, like you, uh, you helped me out by you know spending this much on this thing, so I'm gonna give you fifty percent off. Yeah, we cut you a deal. Yeah, yeah, right, right. And like you yeah, helped me out, stuff so like I'm that. gonna help you. Yeah, it's so. It's it's so cool, man. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, I'll, I'll quickly just recap it yeah, real fast. Yeah, just run through real quick. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, we'll go with Chris. Um, one through four, his first pick was ongoing RP. So when you role play with the entire party uh, and you um, don't, Step out of that role play for a long period of time, uh, and you know, basically not really realize that you're stuck in that role play moment. It's, it's such a, uh, great great point um great great thing and definitely should be on this list um number two uh flavoring your stuff three that aha moment four when a plan comes together and then i picked uh one through four my first one being uh, tricking NPC out of gold <laughs> <laughs> always a fun time right uh number two a uh, creative answer in a fight Number 3 solving puzzles and number 4 making NPC contacts and that is our n- 1 through 4 top picks.
1: Yeah.
0: Um yeah, no, go ahead. Uh you're you're better at doing the sign off stuff yeah. so you do that
1: thing. <laughs> <laughs> So if you've uh, if you've made it this far, thanks for listening. Um, if you have any you know comments or questions or anything, feel free to check us out on Twitter at otsblock or on our website outside the uh at which you can send us you know questions. Which again, I swear to God, we'll get back to once Ben comes back. He's the one that finds them all. We're really bad at it. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, questions, comments, or uh, topic ideas, anything. Don't um,
0: show them underneath the kimono.
1: Nah, uh, it's that's fine. Um, <laughs> Anything you want to hear us talk about, uh, send us uh, send us an email through our website. Uh, it's great if you're listening. If you happen to be listening to us on uh, Apple Podcasts, give us that uh, you know that five star review. Write us something nice. I'll read it out. Uh, we had one. I think it was last week that I yeah. read out. And yeah. once again, touched my heart. Felt great. Give give me more of the good serotonin. Say nice words about the time I waste <laughs> doing all of this, please. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: so thanks again for listening, guys. Uh, I've been Chris. I've
0: been Jesse. Now go play pretend with your friends. Subscribe!